0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe. Welcome to 100 Yards of Football. If you like the video today, please come in and share it. We'll surely appreciate it here on 100 Yards Football. I'd like to give special thanks to my producer today, Mr. Logan Landers, for making it happen for me. I'm your host, Vincent Turner. And today we're going to have some 2024 NFL Draft Talk as I'm going to give you my seven top quarterbacks in the 2024 NFL Draft. Number seven, I'm going to start off and get to the point real quick. Spencer Rattler, University of South Carolina, 3,186 yards this year, 19 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Even though South Carolina went five and seven on the year, this is a young man that can really spin the football, and can really throw it to all levels. But I, what I like about Spencer Rattler, and this is an epitome to me of a champion, being able to bounce back up through adversity. He lost his job as a starting quarterback two seasons ago to Caleb Williams at Oklahoma. He was able to sit there and take that and then decided to transfer to a school that really hasn't had a lot of, what I say, winning over the last few years. And he went down to South Carolina and kind of put their program on the map. Look what he did in his first year. He had the very impressive wins over Clemson and Tennessee. Both teams, they were vying for a college football playoff spot. And think about this with Spencer Rattler. This year, he had number one, George, and he was leading them at halftime. This young man from Phoenix, Arizona, make no mistake. He's still a five-star talent that's going to go into the 2024 NFL draft. Coming in at number six on my list is J.J. McCartney, the University of Michigan, 6'3", 220 pounds. This year his stats are not that great. When you're talking about yards, 2,600 yards, 19 touchdowns, only four INTs, but he has this to talk about. He's got Michigan to -to back-to-back college football playoffs. He's beaten Ohio State twice. He's a guy that can make all the throws, and he can hurt you with his legs also. And he's going to be a guy that's going into the college football playoffs. The Michigan Wolverines are going to be a very dangerous football team. And you think about the quarterback position in Michigan. Brian Gris- Brian Greasy, national champion. Drew Henson, Evers Gerbach, Rick Leach, and a guy that won seven, I think, Super Bowls, six-round draft pick in the 2000 NFL draft by the name of Tom Brady. Go Amazing Blue. JJ McCartney comes in at number six on my list. Coming in at number five on my list. If has been a gentleman that surprised me as a football player ever in my 63 years that I got a lot of respect, kudos to is Bo Nix. The Universal, I almost said Auburn, but the Universal Oregon. 4,100 yards this year, 40 touchdowns, only three interceptions. Bring you a little Joe Divesman to the bank, a little Doug Flutie to the bank, a little Pat Sullivan to the bank, and a little Brian Spike that played with the Cleveland Browns. But what I like about Bo Nix, here's a guy that played at Auburn under a lot of pressure where his father played quarterback, Patrick, in the mid-90s, and a gentleman that took a lot of criticism. He went out to work, and it looked like he wasn't going to be able to guy it's going to get over the hump because last year in his first game, in his first season against Oregon, a lot of people don't know this. They got boat rolled by Georgia, but from that game on, he put it together and now he's a definitely first round draft pick. I like his game. Kudos to Bo Nix. Coming in and number four on my list, Michael Penix, Jr., 4,218 yards, 33 touchdowns, 9 T's, running up to the 2023 Heisman Trophy. True story. In midseason, I was talking to a gentleman that's actually my fat brother. I'm a Phi Beta Sigma by trade, And my fat brother's named Carl Simeon. He's from the state of Louisiana, Opelousas. And he told me, Michael Penix Jr., when it's all said and done, Vincent, it's going to have one of the most accurate-looking footballs that's gonna be in college football this year, throwing the football. And when I watch Michael Penix Jr. play, I only seen him play in the Pac-12 Championship game. I saw highlights of him. And boy, when I talk about a gentleman that's accurate and throws the ball pretty, this gentleman right here is the top of the list in his 2024 NFL Draft. My nickname for Michael Penix Jr. is the left-handed Warren Moon. And you think about that school, the University of Washington, you think about Chris Chandler that was under center, Billy Joe Hobart, that played on the national championship team in 91, along with Mark Brunell, and Sonny Sixkiller. Well, you know what? Michael Penix Jr. comes in at number four on my list. He's going to be the sixth killer of the 2024 NFL draft. Coming in at number three, down on the bayou, Heisman Trophy winner. Had one of the most electrifying seasons any college football player can any have. He's out of California, Mr. Jaden Daniels. Can I present him as that 2023 20, highs and trophy runner? And he comes on number three on my list. The stats are amazing 3,800 yards passing, 40 touchdowns, four INTs, over 1,134 yards rushing, 10 touchdowns. And when I think about Jaden Daniels, the ability to be accurate with the football the ability to be a running with the football, the excitement he brought to the game down in the bio, it was unbelievable. And if LSU had any type of defense, we'd be talking about not only Jaden Daniels winning the Heisman Trophy, but LSU being in the college football playoffs. And when you think about this young man, he said, who does his game mimic? He said Lamar Jackson. But I'm going to tell you, Eldridge Dick in 1966 with the Tennessee State Tigers keep on the them times, Randall Cunningham, when he came out of ULV, Reggie Carrier, when he came out of Southern Miss, the ability to throw the football, he's accurate like Willie Totten, who came out of Miss Big Valley State, was running that offense by Archie Cooley and throwing to the greatest football player ever in Jerry Rice. And of course, the excitement, bringing the crowd up, because he had those people down in the Bayou and Baton Rouge screaming every week. We could say Michael Vick, too, when he was in Atlanta. And then, of course, Lamar Jackson. Jalen Daniels comes in at number three on my list. At number two, Drake May, 6'4, 220 pounds, North Carolina. Over 3,600 yards passing this year, 24 touchdowns, nine interceptions. You think about North Carolina and you think about the school from an athletic standpoint, point, you're always going to think basketball, Dean Smith, Michael Jordan, Charlie Scott, Kenny Smith, James Worthy, Sam Perkins larry brown larry miller it's hard for me to think about them in terms of football but when you think about drake may he makes you forget about all that basketball tradition because he's a big guy that's got ability to really sling it he's a dual threat and when you think about it he puts me in the mind of a steve young and jim mcmahon when they was running that byu offense in the 80s and putting up all those yards but he's not as a stronger thrower with arm strength but Tell me if I'm telling a lie here today. He kind of puts you in the mind of John Elway. Ability to move around, ability to throw the football on the dime, ability to make things happen. When John Elway was at Stanford and then when John Elway got with the Denver Broncos and won two Super Bowls, Drake May comes in at number two on my list. Number one, it still got to be Caleb Williams, USC. I don't know all you pundits, all you experts, trying to say that Drake May is going to be the first quarterback taken or Jalen Daniels or even Michael Penix Jr. Let's don't be crazy here. Let's don't make no mistakes here. This young man is a generational talent. 3,600 yards, 30 touchdowns, and 5 INTs. USC defense gave up 34 points this year. USC went 8-5. It wasn't because of Caleb Williams. It's only one game that I've seen this young man have bad in his career, and that was against Notre Dame this season. But I'm gonna go back when he took the job over from Spencer Rattler in the Red River Shootout when he was a true freshman. A lot of people don't know that Tech Oklahoma was down in that football game to Texas, 28 to 7. He came off the bench and led Oklahoma to a comfortable behind victory. But the moments. That I think about is when he was a freshman, in Oklahoma. he was playing Oklahoma State. And Oklahoma State has sacked him at least seven to eight times in the game. He had so much minus yardage, sack yardage in his rushing statistics. But at the end of that game, he had a 75-yard run. I knew then this young man was special out of Washington, D.C. And then look what he did. He followed his head coach to the University of Southern California. Now, he could have stayed at Oklahoma, but he went out there to USC that's got so many national championships. Look what he was doing, man. He was following greatness, legacy, Willie Brown, Mike Garrett, OJ Simpson, Sam the Bam Cunningham, Richard Batman Wood, Charles the Tree Young, Anthony Davis, Ricky Bale. Charles White, Ronnie Lott, Dennis Smith, Anthony Munoz, Bruce Matthews, Clay Matthews, Clay Matthews Jr., Matt Leinart, Reggie Bush, Lindale White. Come on, Wayne. Dwayne Jarrett. All that tradition out there. It takes a special type of quarterback, a special type of person to want to have that smoke, to go out there and play. Under those terms and those conditions. He won the highest trophy last year in that year. Last year, USC lost three games, but it wasn't because of him. And even in the Pac-12 championship game, he played with a torn hamstring. This young man is a generation of talent and I don't understand why a lot of people are not looking at that. the ability to make something happen, do a threat. The ability to make all the throws. The ability to throw on the run. I don't think I've ever seen a quarterback at any level can throw the ball on the run and still be on a dive and accurate than Caleb Williams. I'm going to go back to something I heard this week from one gentleman that's from the metro Atlanta area. I saw him play at Westlake High School. He went on and had an outstanding career at Auburn, first round draft pick of the Carolina Panthers. He had the sports world in the up world because he named certain quarterbacks. There are game managers. And I didn't understand what Cam Newton meant at that point. But I got it thinking about Doug Williams, Super Bowl champion. Generational talent when he came out of grammar. Joe Neymar, Super Bowl champion. Generational talent when he won Super Bowl three with the New York Jets and guaranteed John Elway, generational talent, who didn't want to be traded to the Indianapolis coach, but he went out to Denver and won two Super Bowls back-to-back. Tom Brady, even though he was a six-round pick, but he proved to be a generational talent with seven Super Bowls. Patrick Mahomes, who should have went first overall when he came out, but he went 13th overall, two Super Bowl champions, generational talent. Roger Staubach. Who had to wait seven years in the Navy and eventually got to the Dallas Cowboys and won two Super Bowls, generational talent. And then Cam Newton, who took the Carolina Panthers in 2015 to the Super Bowl, was voted league MVP, generational talent. I understand what Cam Newton meant by that. A generational talent does two things when he get to the National Football League he gets your team to the Super Bowl, and he gets your team on that platform kayla williams when he gets drafted and hopefully number one overall i don't care if he goes to the chicago bears i don't care if he goes to the carolina panthers i don't care if he goes to a losing organization he's going to be a guy that's going to be a franchise changer and he's going to be a guy that's going to be generational get his team to the super Bowl. i really believe in that i don't see these young men being a bust this young guy He's got all the tools that you need to make it as a number one overall pick in the National Football League. Think about it. He waited his turn at Oklahoma. He didn't complain. He came in when Oklahoma was down 28-7 to in the Red River shootout as a freshman and led his team back to victory in that football game. He decided to follow his coach, Lincoln Riley, out to USC under all that pressure, all that scrutiny. It came from one game and playing in the college football playoffs and did play, did get the highest trophy that year. This gentleman right here is at another level when we talk about quarterbacks that's going into the National Football League as a generation of talent. Doug Williams, Joe Namor, Cam Newton, John Elway, Brent Farr, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. Roger stop at. Caleb Williams got all that in him, in some more. If you like the video today, please come in and share it. We surely appreciate it here at 100 yards of football. Special thanks to my producer, Mr. Logan Landers, for making it happen today for me. The Taylor Williams, in my opinion, Vincent Turner, the number one overall pick in the 2024 NFL Draft. All I have to say is, da 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 y'all be blessed here on 100 yards of football thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a 5 star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube